Well, welcome, Berean family. I'm Brother Lintrell, and this is Brother Tim Jolly with us, and we're bringing you another episode of More. And this week, Pastor Dan preached chapter 2, 6 to verse 16. Really powerful sermon this weekend, bringing that contrast between the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God. We always want to kind of put the text before us, so if you have your Bibles, let's read this text and then we'll continue to think through uh, this text. But before that, hey, brother, would you like to just pray for us in our time? Absolutely. All right. Father God, thank you once again for allowing us to be together as the body of Christ, mm-hmm. to hear the preaching of the word, to encourage one another. God, I thank you for your spirit, the gift that you've given us to be able to discern what you have to teach us. Mm-hmm to be able to receive it with an open heart. And God, I just pray that as we dig deeper into this passage, into this text, Mm -hmm. that we would see things we've never seen before Mm -hmm. and you would make it more real and more alive inside of us. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus, we pray this. Amen. 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 Again, the text is 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse verse 6 to verse 16. And this this is the word of God. It says, Yet among the mature we do impart wisdom, although it is not a wisdom of this age or rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away. But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person, which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words, not by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of God, for they are folly to him. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself not to be judged by no one but himself to be judged by no one for who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. And so, yeah, as we think through this text and hearing the message this week, what are just some of the original thoughts that you have? This, this text is so rich. There's, there's just so much here. And Pastor Dan could have taken three weeks and probably just sat right here. Um, Who knows? Maybe he's glad he doesn't have to take three weeks to do that. (laughs) Um, But we have this wisdom that that Paul is talking to the people in Corinth about. Mm -hmm. And he's contrasting that with this this worldly wisdom. Mm -hmm. And it it really highlights the fact that this wisdom, this this heavenly wisdom, Mm -hmm. we'll call it, and Pastor Dan referred to James... 
chapter three this week. I think we're going to hit that a little bit. Yeah. Is that this wisdom can only come from one source. Yeah. It's from God himself. Yeah. Through the spirit of God gifted to us in accepting Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's that's the source. That's the only way we can get this. It's nothing that we have in ourselves mm-hmm. apart from him. Yeah. And just to remember what, you know, what Paul is doing there's divisions in the church, which was somewhat of a fruit of a deeper problem. The Corinthians, they were enamored with, yeah. with worldly wisdom. And so back in chapter one, he basically showed them how God's wisdom is superior to man's wisdom. You know, who in worlds in godly or who in man's wisdom would have, you know, chosen the people God has chosen or set up the, the, the way of redemption the way God has. You know, God's wisdom has this great contrast with the world's wisdom. But in verse 6, Paul says, hey, you know, we do speak of wisdom. In contrast to this worldly wisdom you guys are enamored with, we do speak of this true spiritual wisdom. And he shows very clearly, hey, this wisdom comes from God. It's nothing that we can obtain in ourselves. And it's it, he goes into verse seven saying that this is a this is a secret mm. wisdom, and mm. this wisdom is hidden. Mm. He says in verse seven, mm-hmm. of which God decreed before before the ages mm-hmm. for our glory. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah. We get to take part <laughs> in the glory of God through His plan yeah. that He set before the foundation of the world. This redemptive plan to bring us and reconcile us back to himself. Mm. It's incredible. It is. It is. And it's important to note as well when Paul talks about who this wisdom is for, who has this wisdom, he says those who are spiritual. I think it would be good to kind of emphasize what does that mean? Who are the spiritual that have this wisdom? I think if we look in the scripture, we we look at this text, we look at many others, those who are spiritual are those who have relationship with God, mm-hmm. who he's gifted the spirit to. Yeah. And that only comes through an acceptance and a faith in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. to be reconciled back to God. Mm-hmm. We were born in iniquity. Mm-hmm. We have this iniquity inside of us. And the only way that we could ever have relationship with God is through the plan that he talks about, and Paul talks about here, that he established before the foundation of the mm-hmm. world yeah. that he through Jesus Christ mm-hmm. would bear the wrath of God, pay the penalty for our sin, mm. on the third day rise again, be victorious over sin and death. Mm. And that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus Christ mm. and we place our faith in him, mm. that we can be reconciled. Yeah, And at that moment of reconciliation, and, and as God is bringing us to new life, he also gives us his spirit. Amen. And now the spirit in us is, is this enablement to understand the things of God and to even empower us to live for God. And so we know that this, this is so important for us to kind of lean into. If you are a believer, you have the spirit of God. And thus, you have access to the wisdom of God, which is in total contradiction to the wisdom of this world. And we talked about James a little bit. I think we might as well hit it, you know, because James hits a point in contrast of this wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God that I think is very important. So in James, do you have it there? You want to read it? James 3.15 to 17? Yeah, let's start. Let's actually start in verse 13. Okay. Yeah, sure. James 3, starting in verse 13. 
Who is wise and understanding among you? Hmm. By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. Hmm. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, Hmm. but is earthly, Hmm. unspiritual, Hmm. demonic. Hmm. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. Hmm. But the wisdom from above Hmm. is first pure, Hmm. then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. I think if there's, you know, any help from the scripture to help us to abandon a love for worldly wisdom, to tear down the idol of our heart of worldly wisdom here in James, it's it's one of the key texts. And so he tells us that worldly wisdom is earthly, unspiritual and and even demonic. And so this is a great uh, truth for us to, you know, to reject this appeal for worldly wisdom and even to throw away the idol of, of worldly wisdom because, you know, it is so contrast to God's way and it is even unspiritual, earthly and demonic. And so, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's unfathomable. It's, it's something I can't really wrap my mind around the <laughs> fact that number one, God had this plan in place before the foundation of the world. <laughs> But then also through this plan, not only is he saving us hmm. and delivering us from sin and death, hmm. on top of that, he's also saying, and while I'm at it, hmm. here's the Holy Spirit yeah. who's going to teach you, hmm. who's going to be your comforter, hmm. who's going now, when we look at the truth of the word of God, teach you the truth yeah. of the word of God. But also in Romans 8 verses 14 through 16 The Holy Spirit is witnessing to our salvation. Mm -hmm. We can have a witness to say, I look at this part in my life and I I see these things. Mm -hmm. When these times, I man, I don't don't know if you've ever had this experience, but I'm sure myself and other people out there, am I I really saved? Mm -hmm. Because I fight this battle with the flesh. Paul talks about Mm -hmm. it. And we can maybe begin to question, Mm -hmm. am I really a child of the king? Yeah. But through this gift of the spirit, he has given us a witness Mm -hmm. to our salvation. Yeah. Yeah. And the spirit of God in us, you know, the spirit, he inspired the text and now he's inside of us and he illuminates the text. And so the best way for us to study the Bible is in recognizing, hey, the spirit of God in me, please asking him, illuminate this truth to me. And really, that's how I kind of fell in love with with the scriptures and even wanting to be a teacher of the word, just spending time. I was still in prison, actually, spending time studying the Bible and the spirit would just illuminate the truths of God to me. And I'm like, wow, you know, and there was times before I was a believer where I read the scriptures and, you know, there was nothing. Yeah. You know, but then after becoming a believer, the spirit, you know, the scales are gone and I can see the truth. And it, it reminds me um, even of my cousin who he was himself in prison and we were in prison around the same time. And he told me after he got out and I was out, he said, I read through the Bible completely in five years, five times. Wow. And he, he got nothing. Yeah. He got nothing. And, and so, you know, it's a sad story. And to this day, I still don't think he's following Jesus. 
Um, but the, it's, it's the sad truth that without the Spirit, we will never understand the Scriptures. But with the Spirit, yes. we can understand the Scriptures and apply the Scriptures and walk in obedience to the Lord. It's, I, I think sometimes about my, my son, mm-hmm. you know, trying to, trying to teach him different things. Mm-hmm. It would be one thing mm-hmm. for me to say, go figure it out on your own. <laughs> Maybe having trust in the fact that yeah, you, you might have some wisdom here in order to do this. Okay. It's something completely different to not only write the instructions out, mm-hmm. but then to sit there by his side and teach him every step of the way how to do this. Wow. God is doing the same thing for me. Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. You talked about it. Mm-hmm. The, the the Spirit wrote the Word, inspired mm-hmm. the Word, but is now with us, coming alongside of us, saying, mm-hmm. here's what I want you to get from this. Yeah. Here's what I want you to know. Mm-hmm. It's a remarkable thing. It is. It is. And so if we just want to give you a few takeaways as we think through this message. Dan's message was very clear in the sense that, hey, God's wisdom is greater than the world's wisdom. And if we really press into this advantage we have, we can live fruitful lives. And so if there's anyone, as you think through this and you're, you're, you're cherishing just the ideas of the world or the wisdom of the world, understand if you're a believer, you have something so much better. You have the advantage of the scripture and the spirit within you to give you the truth of God that can transform your life inside out. If you could give the audience just a, a, another takeaway, what would it be? That everything points back to the completed work of Christ. Mm. All of this points back to the gospel. God's work we see here again in the text before the foundation of the world that he had this plan in place. Mm -hmm. That it was completed through Christ Mm -hmm. and is now being completed in us Mm -hmm. through our progressive Mm -hmm. sanctification and becoming more like him until one day it will be completed in full. Where we will be with him. Our work here will be done. His work will be established. Mm -hmm. And we will be with him in the kingdom that all of it points back to that very awesome truth for us and all these things we can take away in the scripture yeah that's good that's good so you've been watching uh more and we hope that this time of being in the scriptures was a blessing to you and some of you may be wondering you know where's dan Well, the truth is, since he refused to take me to Chipotle, he's in church discipline right now. It's very interesting. (laughs) And so we have replaced him with Brother Tim. (laughs) No, no, uh, Dan has uh, done a great job of studying the text this week, and he prepared well his message. And as we come this weekend, you're here, Dan, but we wanted to give him a week off and was a blessing to have Brother Tim here and to dive more into the text. So thank you. Thank you. For coming. For coming. And that's your episode of more. Shout out to Ingrid again. (laughs)